Hello and welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Tony and Tiff, Coach to Coach. Our podcast covers all topics coaching. Listen in and enjoy it as we upgrade each week and speak about things with passion, energy and enthusiasm to help you get the very best of life. Hello, Tiff. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good morning. Yes, to you. Yeah, it is a good morning here, actually. We've just had a ton of rain and everything's looking very lush at the moment, which is lovely. Yeah, it's been raining um, at my way as in my over my way as well. So lots of rain and just a little bit, a little bit humid, but it's but you know so good to see everything fresh and green. It is. It is. Yeah. It almost makes you feel happy, doesn't it? It makes me feel very happy, yes. <laughs> Funnily enough, and we're talking about happiness today. We um, are. Actually, this is a topic that I chose because, you know, I was, I was thinking um, during the week just, you know, often I get those little bursts of happiness. Well, quite often I get, you know, that feeling of real happiness because I'm in a, in a very good space in my life. But, you know, and it's periodic. But I thought, well, wouldn't it be wonderful just to do a do a – an episode just focusing on happiness and you know hearing from other people sharing our own um, thoughts and experiences around happiness and how that relates specifically to coaching and what we're doing here in this podcast yeah I think it's a great topic really looking forward to diving in yeah and I, I guess you know as as we usually do we look up you know a sort of definition or we start from the base definition in terms of what you know um, what I guess what happiness means in in um, when I, when I look at it, um, you know, in black and white as a definition, it talks about it as a mental or emotional state. You know, um, positive or pleasant emotion ranging from contentment, contentment on the one hand, to intense joy, um, which I just love. You know, and for me, it's that that sense, the feeling, that feeling that comes. You know, feel good. That makes me want to smile. Um, the opposite of being sad, you know. So, you know, looking up, feeling joy, feeling good, um, you know, feeling content. There's a lot of, um, there's been a lot of written, and I'll share some quotes later about contentment and happiness because it's not, I don't think it's possible to be elated all the time. You know, we're just not meant to be walking around in a state of absolute joy or bliss all of the time, although some of us might, but it's often that, you know, that feeling of just being content and feeling of sense of well-being and safe, um, you know, and everything's good in our world, that, that, that inner state that is happiness that I'm, you know, I'm, I get really excited about. What do you think, Tiff? Yeah, look, it was. A, it, I found it quite interesting actually looking up the definitions because what I, what I sort of found was it's quite subjective. Um, yes, because it's it it really does come down to as you said it's a feeling and it's a it's a sensation of that that contentment and joy that seems to be the common uh, wording around it but it really does come down to the fact that it's a feeling and I for me happiness is something that I've played around with a little in over the last few years there was a a course that I did called the happiness trap uh, oh yes, enough, yes. That's, yeah. Based I have. Around... I've read. I've read that book. Yeah, it's a brilliant yes. book, and yes. um, the 
I'll, I'll do a little plug. It's not paid or anything, but I, I did the online course um, by Russ Harris and he in that course discusses this concept of happiness. That's one of the, the, the main themes of the course. And one of the things that we really looked at and dived into in that, in that program was defining happiness for yourself in a way that works for you. So uh, we've discussed it here before that in our culture, uh, it's sort of happiness is something that's thrown around a lot at us. And it's something that we see a lot of in marketing. We see it in, in we hear it in songs. We see it on the TV. Uh, this this state of contentment, joy, and pleasure that really they are they are feelings, and feelings pass. Emotions, you know, energy and motion they they don't stick around. So one of the things that we did in that in that program is we redefined happiness for ourselves uh, to a state of so like looking at more of a, a meaningful uh, purpose-driven life and deriving that sense of satisfaction from that. So that was, it was a really interesting thing that I did. So as I said, my, my experience of happiness is uh, that I've played around with it and tried to redefine that for myself. And I have found that to be a really useful thing to do. And it's interesting that I noticed through the definitions that it really is subjective. You know, we as coaches we we definitely help people to figure out what it is that's going on for them that's that's our role to hold up that mirror it's not our our role to tell them what to do or anything so i think it's a brilliant exercise to actually look at happiness what is happiness to you what what defines it for you and how do you know when you've got it and how do you know when it's not there uh and looking for a baseline way of having that be more of a stable state that you can sit in. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on happiness really. Yeah, I love that, Tiff. I really do um, think it is, yeah, of course it's subjective. And, I mean, that's the beauty of a lot of this because, you know, as you say, it's and, and, and this is something that I really love about coaching, it's not for me to say, oh, this will make you happy or you should do this because you'll be happy. Um, and I think that, you know, programs or coaching or techniques that try to do that are really imposing a set of values, a set of behaviours onto someone rather than encouraging us, you know, subjectively to look within, to do that work, to find out what, what is it that really makes us happy. And as you say, you know, the work you've done in terms of redefining it is really important for people. You know, you hear people say all the time, I just want to be happy. I just mm. want to be happy. And you think, well, what does that mean? So mm. co coaching can actually unpack that and think, well, you know, I used to think it meant money or I used to think it having my ideal job or the perfect relationship or whatever. But, you know, when we dig a bit deeper, um, as, as, as we've identified here this morning, it's a mood, it's, a pos it's an attitude. You know, it's a feeling that I can be happy regardless of my job, regardless of my relationship, regardless of how much money or how successful I am, you know. And that, to me, I think is what's really important about happiness you know people talk about and, and, and researchers and, and research there's a lot of research and um you know articles written about this sometimes the poorest people the poorest cultures in the world um and places in the world are the, are the happiest um people you know because they don't have all the trappings of what we think will bring us happiness that in fact yes. can bring us, bring us a lot of misery. And, you know, ironically, if it were the case, if money, success and jobs and careers and all of those material things, security, if all of those things brought us happiness, um, 
you know, the people that have them would be happy. But in fact, um, you know, there are many, many people that can be extremely miserable with all of those material things. So it's not dependent upon the, I guess it's an internal state that's not dependent upon the external, you know. Um, that's what I really love about, um, about, you know, what you've said there because it, for me it's more about, you know, that content within, that deep content within. It's almost like that inner peace, that inner um, state of, you know, being even grateful for what I have, who I am and where I am on my journey, but at the same time, you know, cultivating that sense of, 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 of well-being, that sense of feeling good within myself. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, and I, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that it, it is definitely a very important exercise to, to just notice when we're in that state and when we're not, um, as you said, and the things that are driving it, those external things uh, can be a real trap for people. I, I, mean, I know that I've certainly spent plenty of time myself um, before I became conscious of it, thinking that I could find happiness in external things. So thinking that I could find it in work, thinking I could find it in money, um, in relationships, in, in all these external things that ultimately we can't control anything outside of ourselves anyway. So when we're chasing our happiness or our state of contentment or whatever it is that defines that, that state for us, when we're chasing that through something that's external, it's, it's always outside of our reach. It's always something we have to reach outside for. And I think for me personally, it's just my map of the world that when you can redefine things so that you're going inwards and finding things from an internal perspective rather than external it brings a lot more stability to my life and it brings a lot more uh, fun and it, it definitely brings a, a much higher level of those things when I only have to rely on myself for it. So, And I think there, Tiff, you know, touching on some of those core needs, you know, we all have that need. We all have needs for to be, you know, to have that security at some, you know, in some form or, form or another. Mm. I, um, I, I, I'm mindful of times in my life when I've been absolutely miserable and unhappy, uh, you know, compared to times when I have been really happy. And it is it, it has never really been about the things, although I might have thought that at the time, you know, I've learned, you know, over many years and through really doing the, the inner work that is about my mindset, you know, and that it's incredibly relative because what makes me happy may not make you happy. What makes... Yeah. My kids happy might not make me happy, or my partner, or whoever you know, my boss. Um, that it's it is it is subjective, but it's relative as well, you know. Um, and it's it's a beautiful thing because when we know, when we really know what makes us happy, you know, you want to seek more of that. You mm. know, do the things that make you happy. You know, um, and it doesn't. As I said, they don't have to be all those material. Well, I sort of see them. I guess they're external, but they're also secondary things. You know, yeah. if, if, if the primary happiness is within me, then a lot of those secondary things follow, you know. I think it's sometimes we want to put the, the, the horse before the cart, you know, by having all these things that will make us happy, by having the perfect relationship, by having a great job, by having money, whatever, all these physical, uh, material, external, secondary things that will get this primary feeling of happiness. But 
it's you know for me it's very much the other way around if I'm cultivating that gratitude that happiness that love and appreciation in my own life for who I am and, and you know what I do have or what 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 or you know the people around me all of those sorts of things life in general everyday life and if I can find the joy in those and sometimes it's the simplest things um, you know, I was making a list actually just before we got online about um, some of the things that make me happy, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, well, what really does make me happy? You know, and it's, it's all of the little simple things. It's not a big lotto windfall. I mean, mind you, that would be nice. But it's, it's, it's really the little things that I, I do on a regular basis that really bring, make my heart smile. You know, like getting into a warm bed or fresh sheets, things like that, the sun on my face. You know, we spoke about the rain, the smell of the rain, you know. Mm. Um, um, you know, the smell of freshly baked bread or freshly mowed lawn, those sorts of things. Um, seeing my kids smile, you know, um, the light in, you know, my, my mother's eyes, that sort of stuff makes me happy. Her mm. cooking, her cooking, you know, all of that stuff that um, you just, you know, they're not, what's that beautiful saying, you know, that, that the, the, the best things in life, or you could say, I guess, the happiest things in life are not things. Yes. You know? And I love that. I mean, I don't know, you've probably got some beautiful things that make you happy that you can talk about. I know, you know, um, as a, as a, as a mum, you know, just the smile on the faces of our kids, you know, used to bring me so much joy, you know, their little jokes that nobody else would get. Yep. You know, nobody else, not even a word, just a look. Or a particular, you know, smirk on someone's face could bring me such joy and make me really happy. And to this day, you know, my kids are growing up now, but I can still look back and see those little pockets, those little bits and pieces of happy times that we've shared together, and they still make my heart really weak, you know, and really happy. Yeah, look, I've got I've got tons of those moments with my <laughs> son that just yeah. um, on a daily basis just light me up, absolutely. Yeah. And And... I, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the laughter of a child, I think most people can relate to that, that yeah. genuine sort of spontaneous laughter out of a kid, uh, just gets me every single time. Yes. Um, but I think also too, for me, one of the things that is really important to look at in terms of happiness and what gives us that that state of happiness so one of the words that you mentioned in the definitions with different definition was contentment yes um, I feel personally that one of the things that drives that is when our life lines up with our values now you mentioned a few of your values before about uh, gratitude and connection and uh, different terms that you used before and this is where it does become very subjective as well because we all are driven by different values. So when I say values, I, I mean the things that are the most important to us, the things that internally will drive us and our, our actions, they'll drive our thoughts, they'll drive what our goals are. We all, we all are different in this area. So I think for me, one of the things that that really brings a state of contentment to me in my life is when I am living out my values. So yes. values that are important to me. One of the big ones for me is connection. Yes. Uh, another big one is contribution, yeah. uh, gratitude, authenticity. 
compassion is another really big one. So what I find too is that when I am actually living from those in that state, so I'm a living expression of the things that are the most important to me, I have quite a deep sense of happiness that comes from that. Um, so I think that's another thing that people can can look into. And again, another thing coaching can help people to define, um, can have some incredible sessions with people around what it is that's actually important to them on that level. And when we can find ways to bring more and more of that into our life, then that's that's where we can find a lot more happiness as well. Yeah, really good point. I know in my own journey, you know, I found that the things that I used to value, you know, in my 20s, in my 30s, um, I no longer value as I get older. You know, my values have changed over the years. And as you Mm. say, it's some of those core values that I guess I've always had. But, you know, I would do things that I thought were important for other people or in a particular job or role that I was playing that that would make me happy and in fact it didn't make me happy but you know looking back now I see that there was a clash there in terms of you know my own values um, and what was important to me so you know to give you an example you know I, I very early on you know from a young age I thought it was important to have that you know the good job the money the success and to work hard and as I've gotten older you know that didn't make me happy by the way I can say that the harder I worked and the more I strived the more unhappy I became because it was almost like that treadmill that, you know, you hear people talk about when the hamster on the wheel where you're just chasing, chasing, chasing and you never arrive or you never get anywhere. And, in fact, it, for me it lent to more discontentment and more misery actually and striving more and more and feeling really worn out and exhausted, you know, fast track to exhaustion really. Mm. And, and today it's about, as you say, those key values and or core values or needs, however you know, whatever you want to call them, that that you know make me feel happy inside. That I want to do, you know, I really want to do. Like I love to do this podcast because it makes me happy. Yeah, it, it's not because I, it's a job or a chore or something I've got to do to seek people's approval around. Um, you know, of course, we want to get the word out and we want to have a successful coach. We both want to have successful coaching businesses and you know help others through the work that we do. But it literally makes me happy inside just to come online, you know, have a bit of a laugh and to do this, you know, to do this, to do what we do for those reasons, you know, because for my own sense of value, it's important, you know, it's, and it's that contribution, it's the connecting with others and the sharing, um, you know, of this journey that's really important. I mean, it sounds so corny, you know, I think, you know, Hallmark and all of the media, you spoke about the media earlier on, you know, have really sort of turned happiness into this, you know, huge corny consumerism, um, I guess, Pollyanna type world, you know, that we think all I want to be is happy, you know, and everything's going to be rosy and fine. But, um, you know, I think it's much deeper than that. And it's, it, it, although it can sound quite corny, it's really about, as you say, those values and you know, appreciating, um, appreciating that, that, and that starts within us, you know, not in our relationships, not our jobs, not our circumstances, all of those things, not other people. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, as you said, and as we touched on before, yeah, it is, bom- we are bombarded with, you know, these, this idea that we need to be happy all the time. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, yes. But 
it it really just serves us very well i think to define to define that for ourselves it's fine to want to be happy that's great chase happiness what is happiness to you though you know i think it's like with anything if we're wanting to move in a direction if we set a goal for example we've got to know what the goal is so when yes. we say that we're wanting to be we're wanting more happiness that's a great thing to want and it's a great thing to work towards but you've got to define what that is for yourself. And I really like before how you uh, you mentioned the fact that at different times in your life, the things that your values have shifted. Um, and I think that that in itself can be a, a real trap for people because we become accustomed to our lives as they are today or as they are in a certain chapter of our lives, for example. So I'll, I'll use an example that uh, I had a, a job that I was very, very comfortable in. I loved, I loved it. I loved the community aspect of it. I, I loved everything about it. And when I became a mum, uh, as I'm sure a lot of mothers can relate to, I left work on maternity leave and intended on going back. Life had other plans for me. Um, it, it certainly didn't work out in the time frame that I wanted it to. And I, I went back for a while and it just wasn't working out. So I ended up ha- needing to leave. I felt very unhappy in, on, on one hand, I felt very unhappy. Of course, there's the other joy filled um, experience of being a mum and being at home with my son. But there was a, there was a deep unhappiness going on in me that I really needed to unpack. So one of the things that I, I was able to do was look at what it was that I was gaining from that, from that job. So what were the values that were in play there that I was no longer getting there? So there were things like connection, there was contribution, there was growth, there was freedom, uh, there was a sense of accomplishment, there was all these different things that were playing out. So what I needed to do was look at, okay, the job's gone, the source of that, the, my so-called source of those things has, has left my experience now. So where can I see in my life other opportunities to actually experience those things that were really important to me? And once I started to find a way of doing that, like so, for example, one of the, one of the things that I was really feeling had left me at, at that point in time was my sense of independence and going out there in the world. Um, as, a, as I said, as a mum and, a, you know, working mums, I'm, I'm sure that lots of people can relate to that experience. So. I I looked for other examples in my life where I could still have that same independence feeling with a child. And what I came up with was going for bike rides. You know, that got me out there in the world. And for me, that was a sense of actually independence and pushing myself out there in the world and experiencing the world just in a different way. So it, we can play around with those things, but it is really important to remember that at different times of our lives and when we experience big changes and what have you, we can find ourselves sometimes feeling unhappy, you know, like we'll define that word, unhappy. And the reason for it can be that those things that we were getting from something or, you know, from a job or from a relationship, we perceive as no longer being in our life. And when that happens, uh, it's, yeah, it's a really great exercise to unpack it and, and know for yourself what it is that makes you happy and look for different ways to, to bring that back into your life. Yeah, I think too, you know, you just raised so many things there as as you're talking, Tiff, but, you know, I can totally connect with. And I think that 
you know, the more I've learned on my own coaching journey, the more I realise that, you know, we, so we, do, we do have to dig deep. We do have to really do that work, you know. It's up to us. It's a choice. You know, we don't um, – it is, a way, it is about how we perceive things, but it's also a choice in terms of how we live out our values, how we, um, you know, take actions or, you know, modify our behaviour, make changes, whatever it is that we need to do, you know, um, those changes. I mean, coaching is really, really great for people who are stuck or who are unhappy or who are discontent and want to move some of that stuff, as you've spoken about. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was really about our attitude and how we perceive things. So while a coach can't, and as we've said, can't do that work for you, we can help, you know, facilitate that and support or assist in, in, in that process. But at the end of the day, it's about us through our own minds, through our own, you know, phys- physio- physiology, shifting our perceptions and our attitudes around you know, what it is that makes us happy and what it is that doesn't make us happy. We want to move as far away from pain often to pleasure as we can. And, you know, coaching to me is a, 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 a wonderful vehicle to be able to do that, you know. But it's not a destination, you know. This is a state happiness. And, mm. um, you know, we're continually evolving, continually growing. For me it's also about, you know, having, you mentioned connection and making a contribution to others or being, being with others, giving you know, having that high, that higher sense of purpose. Um, and I'd like to think that, but obviously there are, you know, the simple things make me happy too, like chocolate or, you know, a certain or, 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 or all of the little things, you know, being able to have the day off self-care, the, a massage, all of those, those things are good, you know, make me happy. But that bigger stuff, you know, the connection with others, the spirituality, the contribution, it's part of how I perceive what I'm doing, what I'm feeling, or how I am being in the world, that's really important for me. And, you know, I guess from a coaching perspective, I'm really reminded about that whole just delete, distort, generalise, you know, the filters we have and all the information that is out there in this world that we take in through, our, you know, through our internal systems, through our eyes, through our senses. And, you know, we can't absorb everything but we we can, you know, we, we rationalise and we filter bits of information. Mm. And I think that is, what, that is what happiness to me is about because I can see that same view. I can see, I can have that same, that same experience, but it is how I perceive, how I filter, how I um, interpret that experience that ultimately makes or contributes to the way that I feel, to my state and to my well-being and how I feel, you know. Yeah. You know, that's, I, yeah. No, yep, go. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it's like I can see a movie, you know, and it's two people can see the same movie and somebody feels so happy with that movie because it gives them that sense of, you know, maybe it's, it's sort of connected to memory too, isn't it? Because it, something we associate with will bring, will bring back a good memory or, a, you know, a, a feeling that we've had in the past that we can associate that with. And that feeling yeah. of happiness is something that we attach internally to. But the other person watching that movie might just see, oh, that's actually quite sad or tragic or misfortunate or they, their filters are sensing things and perceiving things in a completely different way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting that we're actually on 
this topic for me personally at the moment, one of the things that you mentioned was the little things. Uh, I personally have probably gone down more of the path of those bigger things over the last few years just because that's, that's the journey my life has taken me on. However, right at the moment, I'm actually in the process of doing a um, of doing some work with a through a mentor and um, through some online courses. And one of the things that that we're unpacking is is this concept of you know our our perception, which is something that we look at through coaching as well, and what we're choosing to focus on, and just becoming really really aware of of what it is you know what lens we're looking at the world through. So whether we're looking at it from a, a, a lack or an abundance space and either one of those two choices can bring us a lot of happiness or unhappiness. But one of the things that you touched on, as I said, is the little things. And it's it's becoming kind of quite apparent to me at the moment that I haven't focused on the little things that much in a yes. lot of ways. I've been focused quite strongly on the bigger aspects and right now, uh, at this point in time in my life, I'm taking a little bit of time out for myself just to adjust to my this new chapter of my life that I'm in and really looking at the little things that, that bring me joy. So, uh, yeah, and that for me is quite unfamiliar to actually take the time and stop. I mean, obviously, there's the, the, the big ones are in relationships and in particular the relationship with my son. I, have, I'm, I could list off those to you on the top of my head. And I, I love walking in nature and I, I've just taken back up playing my piano again, which brings me an awful lot of joy and dancing. But those are, those are sort of the things that I'm putting my time into at the moment and, and just trying to turn on that filter of what are the little things that, that make me happy. Um, that's, it certainly is something that I'm, I'm exploring more and more now. And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting when we put our focus, our laser focus onto a certain aspect of our lives and, and put some energy into it and uh, really concentrate on that aspect. It's, it's amazing the results that you can get from doing that. Yeah, I love music. You know, music has been such a powerful thing in my life and, mm. you know, you talked about piano, you know, often just writing, you know, singing or playing guitar and, you know, I muck around on the piano but it's, sometimes it's that, that because it's that state that I get through doing those things sometimes I feel like I'm in that flow Mm. you know and you know certain people talk about happiness being in that flow or being in that state where you know I lose track of time I'm I'm um you know at that place or in a place where I I feel deeply contented and secure but I'm also living from my values or doing the things that I love you know interestingly enough a lot of those little things you know in fact, become or they are the big things when we look back, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think that we really need to, particularly today, because we are so bombarded by all of those millions of stimulus out there in the world, on the internet, you know, in our on Facebook, on our feed, you know, in our workplaces, everywhere we go in the news, you know, we really, we really didn't need to do need to be more selective and more conscious and aware about, as you say, that laser focus of what we place our, our emphasis on, of what we really place our focus on. Do more of what makes us happy. You know, seek that stuff out, even if it is the little things. I mean, people talk about it in terms of self-care, but I think it's a lot deeper than that. It's really about us cultivating that inner quality of gratitude, 
deep love, peace, connection, whatever it is, you know, when you spoke about values, that that really and truly makes us feel good, feel good, you know. Mm. And when we come come from that place, um, you know, if everybody could come from that place every day, what a different world we'd live in, you know. Mm. Instead of having to be bombarded by all of the things that we've got to do or all of the, you know, the work or the uh, the stuff that we buy into um, and never having time to do what actually makes us happy, um, you know, that's a common trap I think a lot of people fall into. Yeah. You know, the world would be a, a, um, a very different place. It reminds me of this quote, and, you know, I like to pick out a few quotes, Steph, every time we, we do our little um, episode. But, you know, there, and there were so many on happiness, you know, just type it into Google and up comes a million quotes. But this is the one I actually, actually I Google this particular quote because it's an oldie, but it's, and I wanted to know who said it. It's actually Thoreau, an American philosopher from, and poet from the 1800s. He said, happiness is like a butterfly. You know, and you would have heard this, of course. You can probably get it on one of those little, you know, the little magnets that you put on your fridge. But yeah. ha- happiness is like a butterfly. The more you chase it, the more it will evade you. Mm. But if you notice the other things around you, it will gently come and sit on your shoulder. Yeah, you that's know. lovely. Yeah, and it's something I remember, you know, hearing about that a long time ago and thinking, well, you know, yeah, it sounds a bit corny, but it's actually quite true. You know, it's something that is the byproduct of doing the things that really um, you know, you, you, living from those values that give you a sense of, um, you know, wanting to, to be part of, to contribute, to make a difference, to have that security, whatever it is, those, those key values, those core values. And as a, as a, as a result, we get that in, inside feeling, that feeling that makes us feel really good and happy and, you know, like the little butterfly just sitting there, you know. But, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, I was thinking as we were talking about parenting, you know, because I can think there's people out there that, you know, may not have had kids. And, you know, I mean, I know there's so much joy in having your children and, and just being, you know, having family. But, you know, it can be just that it, with a friend or with, you know, I know with my own, um, even colleagues at work, you know, we can laugh at little things. And I can just find that, that sense of um, connection with them that's often not even spoken. It's just that stuff that makes me feel really happy inside, you know? Yeah. Another quote I found, um, and this is from the Dalai Lama, so it's got to be good. <laughs> um, happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from our own actions, which is really interesting because it is, you know, it is a choice. It's something mm. we have to cultivate, um, you know, depend, and Aristotle said the same thing. He said happiness depends upon ourselves. Happiness is the meaning and the purpose of life. Wow. The whole, yeah. the whole aim, this is Aristotle, the whole aim and end of human existence. How deep is that? Yeah, not to put any pressure on you or anything to be happy, but yeah. <laughs> but, but when you think about it, I mean, we, happiness is a gift, you know, that we're given that, that you know, we can... We can be that, you know, it's yeah. part of who we are as, as human beings. Um, you know, we don't have to be miserable. We, it is a choice and it's something that we can cultivate. And this, this, one, this last one comes from Elizabeth Gilbert. She's, um, she wrote that Eat, Eat, that Eat Pray, Love book. It says happiness. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, look, I didn't read the book. I saw the film. But it says happiness is the consequence of personal effort. You fight for it, strive for it, insist upon it. And sometimes even travel around the world looking for it. You know, how mm. many people? How many people do you know that do that? 
Yep. <laughs> you have to participate relentlessly in the manifestations of your own blessings. So it's an active process, the seeking. And once you have achieved the state of happiness, you must never become lax about maintaining it. You must make a mighty effort to keep swimming upward into that happiness forever to stay afloat on top of it. So again, you know, like that elusive butterfly, just, you know, not so much chasing but being mindful of the need to, you know, keep keep cultivating it, keep, you know, wanting it, having that sense of um, seeking, you know, which is beautiful. Mm. So they, yes, were my quote, they were my quotes, Tiff. What did you yeah, think of those? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I like them. I like them. As I said, I'm, I'm reading that um, Eat, Pray, Love book at the moment and there's, there is a lot of happiness to be found in those pages, that's for sure. It's, um, you know, looking, just looking at the level of pleasure that we can take from, from life. I'm in that, that phase of that book. I have no idea if our listeners have read it or, or seen the movie. But, um, yeah, just really this lady who ends a ends a long-term relationship and then takes off to three different parts of the world chasing three very different experiences and the first one is she heads over to Italy for to for the seek of pleasure and to to reawaken her senses and it's yeah they again you know coming down to the the little moments in in life and those little opportunities to just even enjoy a language even enjoy the way a word rolls off your tongue or the taste of an ingredient and uh, the connection with humans like it's yeah there's so many different ways to experience that that sense of happiness it's beautiful love the quotes well done I could have even gone into song titles you know because there's a million songs <laughs> yes. I was thinking you know don't worry be happy all of those sorts of, <laughs> all of those sorts of corny songs but it's so true you know when you look at those why are those so corny songs successful and why is why are the magnets successful? because they are true you yeah. know because they're they such, are. and they resonate with people. They're universal. It doesn't matter who, who you are or where you come from. You know, we all want to be happy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've all got one of those songs that we can crank up to full volume, and it just changes our state instantly. <laughs> I, I did that a couple of days ago with with one of those song titles you just mentioned. Don't worry, be happy, and it's just like wow. It yeah. They, and that, and that. And that's actually a whole other episode on changing state, which I think would be, be really important to do as well. I was, yeah. just think, I was just trying to think of that song that was happy. Um, if you're happy and da da da. Oh, goodness, now I've forgotten. Because, because I'm happy? Because I'm happy, yeah. Farrell yeah. Williams. Yes. Remember that? That's a great song too. It's sort yeah, of that was one of the ones I had cranked up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Again, again, you know, the beauty of music and like you mentioned dancing, but music and just movement and being in that moment. Yeah, beautiful mm. stuff. Beautiful yeah. stuff, Tip. Didn't know that we were going to go quite this way today. But, no, um, no. <laughs> we, never, we never do. That's why you no. have to listen in and, and be part of because it's um, – you know, anything can happen, but it's really been a great um, opportunity to, to talk today, Tiff, and to hope we've touched on some important things there for people. Um, yeah. And if it resonates with you, you know, drop us a line, send us an email or a comment at Facebook. We'd really love to hear from you. Um, makes me very happy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking forward to our next um, episode when we can um, join us again. But um, I think that's our time. So we'll say goodbye. Have a great yep. week, people. Yes, have a wonderful, happy week and we'll see you next time. And remember, if you want to be happier, get a coat. That's it. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye. Okay, all. bye. bye.